0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Tuesday. It is April 13th. It is 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. Talking some basketball today, we are presented by SuperDraft.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, sign up using promo code GRINDERS for a $50 instant deposit alongside with the 50% deposit match bonus up to 500 bucks. So deposit 500 bucks, you're going to get the 50% um, deposit match um, up to 500 bucks. So take advantage of that plus the $50 instant deposit. So huge deal over there on Superdraft. They have a ton of overlay for basketball, for baseball, almost every single day. Um, Don't have to worry about salary caps. And it's a fun site to play on. Definitely different types of strategies and stuff, which makes it so much fun. So make sure you guys head on over there and check them out. Uh, We're going to talk some hoops today. It is night before. We have a lot of injuries. So rough overview, riding solo today. So make sure you guys um, are checking news throughout the day because it is basketball and it is the middle of April and things change every single second of every day when it comes to basketball. So we don't have a ton of totals out. We have a few teams on a back-to-back. We have some injury news that we're waiting on. So um, true first look here. Atlanta at Toronto is where we get started. No total in this game. Collins, Dunn are out. Gallinari is doubtful. Hunter's out. Reddish is out. Snell is out. And Young is questionable. Obviously, we're going to be waiting to see the news on him because it definitely changes the slate um, if he's not able to play. And then on the Toronto side, Van Vliet is out. Um, so we'll have to, you know, definitely potentially play some Kyle Lowry here. So uh, starting on the Atlanta side, it is all dictated on Trey Young. If he plays, he's solid if you think this game is going to stay close, if he doesn't play, it's hard not to have some interest in guys like Goodwin. Um, I I think I like Goodwin a little bit more than I like Lou Williams. Um, So I'd probably lean Goodwin at 3,500. Obviously would be potentially like one of the better value plays on this slate. So, Definitely going to be looking at him depending on the news on Trey Young. Um, Outside of that, you know, you could play Capella in this spot. I don't think he's a a bad option. He's averaging 48 fantasy points against this team in two meetings this season. So the upside is there for Clint Capella. And the minutes have been solid. Um, You know, Atlanta has been playing close games here recently. So don't hate it. Bogdanovich, sixty eight hundred. The price is starting to catch up with the production. He's coming off of a really good game where he took a ton of shots um the other night. But I, I think the thing to note about that is like Trey Young was out. So if Trey Young's out, maybe you take some shots on Bogdanovich. If Trey Young plays, I think it's a spot that we potentially just stay away from um in this one. On the Toronto side of things, you know, Kyle Lowry is seventy four hundred. Came back from missing a few games with the foot injury and played 37 minutes. So, if he's going to play that many minutes, um, obviously he's somebody that we should be looking at. The only thing that somewhat concerns me in this one is Atlanta has been playing a little bit slower here recently. Their form won over the last five games, they've been slowing it down a little bit. Um, Toronto's definitely been playing a little bit faster. Um, I'm interested to see if they slow down pace-wise a little bit with Kyle Lowry back. Um, It's something to kind of just pay attention to. The pace the other night was – let's see. I want to see how much different it was. So the pace was definitely faster um, when Lowry was out for the last few games, so – just something to note and kind of watch. Um, Toronto like 10th in pace over the last five games. So, outside of Lowry, don't mind taking shots on OG. He's 7,100. I, I liked him a little bit more when he was cheaper. Siakam's 8,600. Uh, definitely took a hit with Kyle Lowry back the other night. So, I really think the guy that you're playing on this team is Lowry. If you want to chase ceiling on like Boucher, I don't hate that. Um, And Trent was fine when he was a little bit cheaper, but the price has definitely caught up to him as well. Up next, we got the Clippers and the Pacers. Uh, Pat Beverly's out. Abaka's out. Kawhi is out. um, And then on the Pacers side of things, Turner and Warren are out in this one. So, obviously, we are looking at... um, a Clippers team without Kawhi Leonard and when Kawhi has been off the floor this season we instantly want to look at a guy like Paul George he's 8700 um he's you know definitely somewhat expensive here but I don't hate it um I think he's going to be pretty popular in this one um when Kawhi is off the floor this year he has a 36.6 percent usage rate He's averaging 1.55 fantasy points per minute. Um, So definitely expect him to have a really strong game in this one. Outside of Paul George, though, I don't mind potentially playing a little bit of Reggie Jackson at 5,400. Marcus Morris, I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Maybe he's somebody that you can get cheaper on like Super Draft or FanDuel or something like that. Because he is somebody that definitely sees an uptick um, when Kawhi is off the floor. So that's kind of who I'd be looking at the most from the Clippers um, at first look here. Um, With Rondo playing like 15 to 20 minutes, it just kind of, I think it kind of hurts Terrence Mann's like ceiling overall. Um, So it's definitely something I've been paying attention to. I've kind of just gotten off of playing both those guys. Um, usually there's plenty of value that opens up on slates. Um, so as far as the Pacers go, you know, Sabonis is always somebody that can have big games. Um, oh, I, mentioned, I didn't mention Zubak. I think Zubak is fine with Mabaka um, out for what it's worth. But yeah, definitely like Sabonis here. Um, should play plenty of minutes. Lavert always somebody that has... Um, some really solid upside brogdon has uh, you know always somebody that has really solid upside outside of that um i don't think i'm gonna look to anything else um bitstay is just not playing enough minutes he'd be somebody if you're gonna mass multi-enter um on this slate like that's somebody that you would potentially you know take a shot on um if you're gonna mme Lakers at the Hornets. Uh, No total in this game. It's going to be a back-to-back for the Lakers. Uh, We know LeBron is out. Um, We know that Anthony Davis is – like these guys are still a couple weeks away. Um, So we know these guys are out. We'll see if anything um, else comes out of it whatsoever. Um, I know like Drummond had a really, really rough game on Monday, Will was telling me about it when we were talking about um baseball on the podcast. Um oh and then on the on the Charlotte side ball hayward and Malik Monk are out. Um you know as far as the Lakers go it, it's really been you know, Kuzma hasn't been playing great. Dennis Schroeder, he's somebody that's been putting up over 30 fantasy points most nights, but, like, the price is definitely caught up. Drummond, I think, is okay. I'm a little concerned about Drummond on a back-to-back. They've kind of eased him in a little bit here. If Drummond were to sit, I think Harrell would be somebody at 5,500 that we'd be looking at. I think even, like, Markeef Morris would be somebody that we'd be potentially looking at here. If they gave Drummond the second night of a back-to-back off, um, like Court and Tucker, these guys would be super interesting um, if that were to happen here. On the Charlotte side of things, you know, if we look at the Charlotte team as a whole, and we take off Gordon Hayward, and we take off Ball uh, and Monk, um, just kind of running it through Court IQ really quick just taking those guys off the floor. Um, I'm going to take them off for like the last two weeks and just kind of see what we're looking at here. Terry Rozier, 26.6% usage rate. Really? None of these guys averaging great fantasy numbers. Um, I'd say the best when I'm kind of looking at it is, is Devonte Graham. Um, he is averaging 1.18 fantasy points per minute. The biggest concern with Graham right now, the, the production fantasy point per minute production is really solid for Devonte Graham. But the biggest problem for Devonte Graham is just the minutes. He's not getting enough minutes to hit the ceiling that we need him to hit um, to really perform for these fantasy points per minute. So I'm probably not going to play him here at 6,300 if Rogier was a little bit cheaper, I think you could take some shots on him. I think, like, if you really want to get crazy in a tournament, Cody Zeller is not the worst option um, at all. He's somebody that definitely can perform at a fantasy point per minute, um, and he's kind of cheap here. But we know Drum- Drummond's not a great um, de- defensive player. Bridges could see an uptick with um, Hayward out. I, I should definitely mention him. You know, you definitely can look at Miles Bridges here. OKC okay, at Utah. Um, SGA remains out. Muscal is out. Roby's out. Horford's out. Um, Utah is on the second end of a back-to-back year. Mike Conley did not play on Monday. So we'll see. Um, and Jordan Clarkson did not play still dealing with the um, sprained ankle. So we'll have to see like what the injury report looks like here. Um, You know, we'll start with the thunder. We always start with the visiting team. So the thunder, as far as the thunder goes, the team's rated dead last in offensive rating um, over the last five games, they've been one of the worst offensive teams. They're zero and five they're in, full-on blown tank mode but the thing about it is yes they're the worst offensive rating team they're the worst net defense or net rating team by a large margin over like the orlando magic and the sacramento kings but the thing that kind of stands out to me when i'm looking at the thunder over the last five games is just how fast they're playing um they're playing extremely fast they got all these young guys out there my biggest problem is it's the Utah jazz and I don't think this game's going to stay close. So you're kind of guessing who is going to get minutes in a blowout. And like Kendrick Williams is somebody that has gotten minutes and blowouts. Um, Maldon is somebody that has gotten minutes and blowouts, but I feel like you're, you're just kind of flipping a coin on all these guys. Um, Dort played 29 minutes in his return after missing in a couple weeks. I think he's somewhat interesting at 5,300. And the other guy that I think, you know, they're definitely giving Tony Bradley minutes and he's somebody at 4k that I think could pay off this price tag and actually have a really solid day. So Tony Bradley, as crazy as it sounds is like somebody that I'm looking at here because I think he plays in a game that, doesn't stay close or even if it stays close i think he will get you know 20 minutes the jazz like yeah mitchell and gobert these guys are great plays um if conley sits at clarkson sits if any of these guys sits um i think ingles is interesting at 5900 my biggest concern here with the jazz is just this game staying close um if this game doesn't stay close i don't know Really, what we'd be looking at minutes wise on the second end of a back to back for these guys. So pay attention to the injury report. Look and see what we got going on here for the Jazz and kind of adjust to that. Boston at Portland, 227 and a half total here. Portland, a one and a half favorite. Um no injury report for Boston. They didn't have it submitted yet. Um, so we'll have to kind of see what we're looking at injury wise for them. On the Portland side, it's really just Collins. Um, So I'm thinking Boston really just, you know, Evan Fournier would be the question mark because it's getting really close. Um, So as far as Boston goes, I do think this is going to be one of the better games, competitive games to target on this slate. I think it's definitely one of the better game stack games on this slate as well. We know like the Celtics are a team that don't play terribly fast and like it's, it stinks to like stack them. Portland's kind of middle of the road, but both of these teams have guys that have ceilings have upside. And that's kind of what we're looking for on a six game slate like this one. So I think on the Boston side, I think Tatum is a little too expensive, but we know his ceiling is there. So I think he's somebody that you want to kind of work into if you're playing multiple teams. Um, The same kind of goes with Jalen Brown, even like Kimba Walker and Marcus smart. Like, I think you're kind of mixing in these four guys um, and kind of going from there, Robert Williams, he's getting minutes, but he's just not really performing at a high level with them. And, you know, Tristan Thompson is somebody that's back now. So, just kind of worried overall for the minutes um, for all these guys. I really think like you're looking at smart Kimba Jalen and Tatum and kind of mix mixing and matching those in your game stacks on the Portland side of things, you know, CJ McCollum has a pretty high usage rate. It's right up there with Dame. Like this is a guy that has taken at least 18 shots in three straight games. And, and like Dame is somebody that always has a ceiling. Um, I have been saying like CJ McCollum, take the value um, over Lillard right now. And I think that is still something that you can do. You know, you just, you never know what you're going to get minutes wise at a canter. Like you'll have a a 70 fantasy point game and then a 20 fantasy point game. So um, the other guy like Norman Powell, I think is okay for, you know, a stack of this game. But I think for the most part, you're looking at um, CJ McCollum here. Uh, we finished it out with Miami at Phoenix. It's a 216.5 total. Phoenix favored by 2.5. Um, Ola Depot is still out for Miami. And as far as Phoenix goes, they're on the second end of a back to back. A game is happening right now. So we'll wait and see um, if any injury news comes out of that one. Uh, start with the Miami side of things. You know, Butler is somebody that I've played a lot this season. He's consistently putting up 40 fantasy points um, per night. You know, eight of his last 10 games, he has at least 40 fantasy points. But 40 fantasy points at 9,300 is tough. You're really going to need him to be on the high end of those 40 fantasy points. A six-game slate with plenty of value, raw points is definitely going to matter. So I think Butler is certainly somebody that you can play in this one. Um, Don't love Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson, like, these guys are just all kind of splitting minutes with them all healthy. Um, So I don't think there's any of these guys that I would take shots on. Outside of maybe Kendrick Nunn, um, he returned the other night, played 32 minutes. He's 4,400. If they're going to play him 30 minutes, he's going to get plenty of shots up. So I think Kendrick Nunn would be the guy that you're, like, taking a, a shot on in tournaments here. On the Phoenix side of things, you know, even recently, uh, Miami's still a top 10 team as far as defense goes. Uh, these two teams have d- definitely been playing decent defense um, here recently. And Miami's four in one of their last five games. Um, so as far as Phoenix goes, Devin Booker at 9K is always somebody that has 50 plus point upside. So if you want to play him in tournaments, I, I think he's always in play in tournaments chris paul 8300 he's another guy that has 50 plus point upside i don't hate him in this spot i like booker i think a little bit more um and i think like deandre ayton is somebody that has a lot of ceiling in this game um that you could look at at um 6800 um he put up i think he put up almost 50 fantasy points against this team the first time they played yeah he put up 48 fantasy points so um, definitely don't mind eight in this spot. Should potentially be a low-owned guy. Um, that's really it. Don't have anything else. That was quick. I feel like that was quick. I don't even know what time I started, so I don't know if it was quick or not, but I feel like that was quick. Um, let's go over and do our super draft play of the day. Super draft has all kinds of stuff going on today. They got a $20, um, $3,000 first-place NBA contest, uh, 26 entry max, and then they have an $8. And if you're not, if your bankroll is not that big, they have a $1 as well. So you can check that out. They got a bunch of single entry stuff, um, high dollar and low dollar, plenty of double ups, stuff like that. So make sure you guys are giving a, a shout out over there. Um, As far as like my super draft play of the day today, obviously a lot of it is going to be determined by injury, um, injuries and you know stuff like that. But just kind of looking through here, Um, we talked about Miles Bridges with Hayward off the floor. Miles Bridges is 1.7 X here. I think he's certainly somebody that you're looking at in this spot. So, um, Miles Bridges is my super draft play of the day and, um, definitely going to be playing him quite a bit, um, on DraftKings too. Um, let's go over to DK and play the morning grind game. My favorite play. Let's see. We got favorite play to go under five or no favorite play under 5k to go 7x. Um, I'm going to go with Goodwin. Obviously, we're going to be waiting to see if Trey Young plays or not. If Trey Young plays, probably don't, don't play Goodwin. But if Trey Young is out, really like Goodwin uh, to go 7x at. I think he's 3,500. Over 8k to go under 5x. Uh, my bust today is going to be it's going to be donovan mitchell and it's more of just i don't think this game's going to stay close so i don't think he's going to play full allotment of minutes um so he's been putting up 50 fantasy points on a consistent basis here recently so it's obviously super risky to fade him here but he's going to be my fade at the top today um my favorite 6x play on this slate I can't stop thinking about DeAndre Ayton. Um, I really like Ayton in this spot. I think he's going to be somebody that is lower owned. So I'm going to go DeAndre Ayton here. Um, my let's get weird GPP play of the day. Give me Tony Bradley from the OKC Thunder. Um, If this game doesn't stay close, I think he's going to get minutes. So you're really kind of hoping for a blowout for Tony Bradley. Should get minutes in a close game too, but they probably won't be as much as a game that doesn't stay close. So, uh, we don't have a ton of bets out right now. Um, Phoenix is a slight favorite. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to definitely look and circle back. I'm like my favorite over under against the spread because with the two games that are out, um, It'd be really interesting to see what like the Utah line opens at because I think Utah handles OKC pretty handily here. So I think that's one of those games that if it's like a 10 or 11-point spread, you could even potentially take Utah at that much. So wait and see what that looks like. That's going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back talking basketball again on Wednesday. hope everyone has an awesome Tuesday. Good luck, and we'll see you then.